the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka, and it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. In fact, it's an especially great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We have a huge game tonight on the road at Weekiva, which will determine the Class 8A District 3, District 4, excuse me, uh, District Championship and guaranteed playoff spot. Of course, of course, coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's right now. Joe Ferraro is here, of course. John Perry is joining us. And our program, our entire program today, will be devoted to talking about the game tonight, Apopka versus Weekhyben. First thing, John and Joe, you know, it's not just a big game in Apopka, which, of course, it's, it's huge in Apopka, but it's a big day, game throughout for, for Central Florida. It's a big day, game for the state of Florida in high school football. Absolutely, Roger. It's... Uh you've hit the nail on the head on, on you know in all areas I mean it, this game will be watched uh, from throughout the state people will be checking scores and, and whatnot um, uh, you know uh, certainly media and uh, you know the online stuff but also the newspapers and te- televisions uh, folks will be will be doing that and checking the score and uh, of other games as well but that's one that'll be top of their list to check and uh, certainly here in, in the Orlando Central Florida area and I know uh, the, the Orlando media um, will be you know jammed up and jelly tight there I'm sure you know they, they'll have a bunch of folks there TV stations and and whatnot so um, but anyway it'll it'll be a, a should be a well-attended game hopefully this stinky kind of weather I don't know it's not horrible but uh, the, the misty stuff will be done and it won't be any real threat of rain uh, come this afternoon or this evening. And, uh, folks, I, you know, frankly, they're going to need to get there early. Uh, you know, there's about twenty-five to 2,700 seats uh, now that they've brought in some uh, extra seating uh, for this game. Um, you know, but the parking is maybe a, a bigger problem, um, especially if folks come by themselves or just one or two. Um, you know, carpooling has been suggested. There's uh, Shuttles? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> you know, mom may be dropping kids off, that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, they, they charge $3 to park, so there's a delay. There's the one in, one way in, one way out kind of thing. And so that's a, an automatic delay there, even even on a regular night. But this game is, is going to create a, an issue uh, just from a number standpoint. Um, I, you know, frankly, uh, I know my wife and I are going early to partake of the rotary pancake supper uh, that's a, a good way to get there early get a parking place walk down to the cafeteria walk back to the football field get into the ball game and 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 things are hunky-dory so uh that's that's one way of of 
getting around now. If you don't want the pancakes, uh, you're taking a chance. You'll just get there earlier than, than you normally might. So uh, it's it's going to be uh, an interesting, you know, that's just before the game kicks off, all that stuff. Uh, you know, from a game standpoint, Lord have mercy. Um, uh, frankly, I you know I've written this this week. I think twenty points might first one to twenty might uh, be the, the be the winner. Now, if something happens like last year where Okaiva had a pick six uh, for a score and a block punt for a score, then then you know they, they at that point they're scoring forty or twenty two points. Um, you know, outside of that, it's a fourteen to eight game. Uh, you know, from an offensive standpoint, so uh, it's it, it could very well end up being the same type of game. Uh, you know, some somebody you know mistakes on one one end uh, uh, determine the outcome. Well, let's go ahead and uh, set the stage for some of the stakes. Of course. You know, it's um, don't want to overhype the game because uh, you don't. It doesn't need any hype at all based on all the important factors, but just some of the actual specifics, some of the facts. First of all, starting with, of course, well, I don't know where even to start, but well, starting to fa- with it's a Popka Wekaiva. First right. of all, and they're both very, very good teams. Uh, it's not going to be, you know, it's one one team uh, doing great, another team not doing so well. It's uh, it's two uh, championship caliber teams going at one another. So first of all, you got that. Secondly. You've got the district championship, as we talked about, on the line, which also goes with it, is the guaranteed playoff spot, as you have written in the Chief. And we'll talk more about that. Uh, you know, the loser probably has a pretty good chance to, um, you know, to, to make the playoffs if they finish, take care of business, and, and win their last game of the season. With us, it's Oak Ridge. But, um, but you know, just uh, you know, nobody wants to be in that situation. You'd rather be in the situation of getting the, winning the district and getting the guaranteed spot. So that's on the line, and in addition to everything else, it's uh, it's senior night at Wekaiva. And then one more thing is that it, I want to you know our, our listeners to know is that both teams out of I think it's 21 teams in Class 8A Region One, we are um, Popkin Wekaiva are are ranked one and two with the official rankings. This isn't somebody's opinion. This is the official rankings with the way that the FHSAA ranks the teams, which has a direct impact on the. Playoff spots, um, Apopka, uh, Rikaiba's one and Apopka's two, uh, closely behind them. So those, those are that's the stage, if you will, of, of all the things are that, that are on the line, and that's why we're talking so much about it. Yeah, absolutely, the uh, I, that's why I think that the loser of the game is is probably going to be the five seed because they will drop some and point in that power ranking, uh, which is based on. Uh, your your own team's wins and losses, and then your opponent's wins and losses. So, um, it's uh, it can be a complicated system, but uh, it's it's you know if you have, I guess if you have a good Excel spreadsheet or something, it's not that bad. So anyway, uh, you know I think the loser of the Apopka Wakava game, just like last year, uh, will probably be the five seed, which was Apopka last year. So. You know, Wakava won the district last year, was the two seed uh, behind Winter Park. Winter Park was undefeated in the regular season and um, was the one, thusly the one seed. Um, and so, you know, it, now just being undefeated doesn't make you the one seed automatically because of the way the, the points are, the power rankings are done. But uh, anyway, um, I would expect that the. the the winner tonight uh, is the the one seed in Region Eight A One, and the and the loser will be the five seed. Which means, then if if that's the case, then they both win their first round games. Then we have a rematch in the second round. Now we've thought that before, twice before, and it never happened. 
where we thought that there would be a, a rematch between Apopka and Wakaiva in, in the playoffs. Hasn't happened yet, so uh, we'll see. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see it happen this year, but I, I was certain it was going to happen earlier, but uh, it was 0 for 2 in that. You're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're glad you're joining us. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. I'm Roger Franklin Williams, joined by Joe Ferraro, of course. John Perry is joining us. We're talking about the game, football game tonight, Apopka Blue Darters at Weekhiva with the Class 8A District 4 Championship on the line, as well as bragging rights and other factors as well. Before we go back to John, I want to let everybody know that Blue Darter Sports Central is sponsored by and supported by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And you can find them at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com. Or just give them a call at 866-FLADoor. And be sure to tell them you're in a pop Blue Darter. Now, back to uh, John Perry and... And I do want to let everybody know, um, of course, as is the case every week, John has got outstanding coverage and his staff has, has outstanding coverage of the game tonight. And I would encourage everybody to get a, you pick up a copy of the Popka Chief and Planner, and uh, it'll bring you up to date on, on everything you need to know about the game tonight. And we're taking advantage of John's expertise right now on the show. And, John, right now I'd like to have you talk. You know, we Obviously, this is Blue Darter Sports Central, and we talk about the Blue Darters every week. So you know, most of our regular listeners at least have a pretty good feel for our team and our season. Tell us uh, about Wekaiba. Well, it's no secret that defense is their calling card in big-time defense. Um, I, you know, it's probably this year's defense is probably the best. You know, I've seen them a couple games uh, live and, and then some, some – highlights and, and you know game film otherwise um so I, I would i would venture to say this especially their fronts front three front five front seven whatever you want to say uh, especially when ryan davis was playing and, and of course he's out with an acl tear just like uh, jacorian davis hamilton for apopka so uh, best offensive player out arguably best defensive player out for wakaiwa but they're still an outstanding defense. I would say, especially with Ryan Davis in there, that's probably the best high school defense that I've seen on a regular basis. I'm not talking about a one-game situation. Uh, just so some outstanding defense. Uh, but, um, you know, I, you could say it's strength against strength because the Popka's offense is its strength. Uh, but it may I, – I, something tells me that the, the – the deciding factor may be on the other side uh, when Wakaiva has the ball. If the Mustangs are able to, they, they want to grind it out, run it, no matter who they're playing. But uh, it's especially probably true in this game because there again, the best defense is to have the other team's offense on the sideline. And so if Wakaiva can just move the chains, they don't, they, they don't have to be pretty. It can be three, literally the three and four yards at a time. Um, and, and then, you know, they move the chains. And you got to end those kind of drives with scores, something, uh, even a field goal, a uh, short field goal maybe. But uh, um, I think that if Wakaiva's offense can move the ball consistently with the running game, they will be able to to come away with a win. I, I just if Now, if it's the other way around and Apopka can slow them down, make them throw the ball 
that's where Wakiva gets in trouble. And so, um, you know, Apopka's more balanced for an Apopka team uh, this year than they ever have been. Somewhat effective passing game, uh, you know, with the, between Jackson Darlington and Fred Young, they've really uh, done a pretty good job, you know, about 500 yards worth of, of passing just between the two of them. And so, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, put it this way, if Wakiva can run the ball, move the chains, and end with scores, I think they'll they'll probably win. Otherwise, if Apopka's the one who's making them, you know, have get into third and sevens, that kind of thing, or, or third and longer, uh, making them make the Wakiva throw the ball where they really don't want to, then that's when uh, that's when there's there's going to be problems for Wakiva. So, friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Joined by Joe Ferraro, of course. John Perry is joining us, the editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. We're talking about Apopka versus Weekhiva tonight with the Class 8A District 4 Championship on the line. We're going to go to a break in just a moment. We'll come back. We'll continue to talk to John. We also look forward. We're expecting to be joined by Coach Darlington later in our show as well. Before we go to break, I do want to let you know the details of how you can listen to the broadcast. You can listen to us, of course, over the air at AM 1520 WBZW. You can listen online on our website at 1520WBZW.com. And you can listen on the 1520 WBZW app. And also, one point I want to make before we go to break, of course, the pregame will start at 6.30. And we'll go in the air. Joe and I will go in the air with pregame at 6.30, kickoff at 7. John will join us at halftime for the halftime report. Is One thing that John pointed out in the paper today, you know, Apopka's stadium, Roger Williams Field, is larger, much larger than the Wekaiba Stadium, Baptiste Orthodontic Stadium. And there's about, uh, by about 2,000 seats basically so what that means is there will be people that want to go to the game that just aren't going to have room to you know to go so we invite you to join us on, on the air either over the air at 1520 wbcw or online uh, with the app or at the website anyway we're going to go to a quick break coming to you live from porky's i'm roger franklin williams you're listening to blue darter sports central we'll, we'll be right back it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue. We're talking about Apopka versus Weekhiva tonight at Weekhiva. You can hear all the action right here with Joe and I, Joe Ferraro and I, on 1520 WBZW over the air and also online at 1520WBZW.com and with the 1520 WBZW app. John Perry's joining us. We look forward to being joined by Coach Darling a little bit later in our show. Next, I want to, before we go back to John and Joe, I want to let you know that 
about our sponsors who have made our broadcast on the radio possible this year. They are Baptiste Orthodontics, Rosati's Pizza Pub, with locations in Hunt Club and now Mount Dora, Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens, Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C., and BurnFatOrlando.com, and, of course, Porky's Apopka. Now, I'd like to go back to uh, Joe. You know, talk, brought up something, John, off the air that I think is I think is relevant. Uh, we'll ask Coach when he gets here. Is, uh, one thing that happened against West Orange that really got my attention and our attention is the game started off terribly. It was, it was a huge game, uh, stakes similar to tonight, um, you know, other than just the in-town bragging rights. But um, you know, we, we started off fumbling, I think, on our second play of the game, first play of the game, and lost it to West Orange. So we had a turnover on our first play of the game. Then I believe on their second play, they hit a long pass for a touchdown. So uh, so we go down 7 nothing. literally with less than a minute to have been played. We made a huge mistake. They made a huge play. With, you know, it's, it's exactly the the kind of way you, you definitely you most do not want a, a game to start. But but the point is we were able to overcome that. The, the guys apparently were not affected negatively mentally. They just kept on taking care of business, and we ended up, Coming out with actually by the end of the first quarter, we were ahead twenty-one to fourteen. Um, can you address that situation? Yeah, the ball security has been a problem for this Apopka team. There's no doubt about that. Um, and, and you mentioned there, and Joe mentioned uh, there uh, off the air that uh, you know the the early turnovers have, have particularly hurt. But uh, you know, any any time of the game is is not a good time to put the ball on the ground or, or throw up an interception. So it hasn't been so much interceptions, and that stands to reason because Apopka runs the ball a lot more than they throw the ball. But uh, um, you know the fumbles have come. Uh, there's just been too many of them. I mean, ball security is just such an important issue. Um, you know, running backs lose their their starting position or substitute position or whatever. Uh, and I'll, I'll hearken to to uh, my uh, long-suffering uh, Tennessee Vols. They've got a, a kid who was running second, third kind of t- uh, team running back, and uh, now he's been moved to linebacker strictly because of ball security. And he'll make a good linebacker because he's a tough kid and, and, and looks for contact, that kind of thing. Uh, and he'll, he'll do fine at linebacker, I'm sure. But uh, he's not carrying the ball anymore because of ball security. And, and you know, sometimes you don't have that luxury in high school uh, or, or certain situations where you're, you've, just, you've got an X amount of, of kids who can run the ball and know the plates. But uh, you've got to be able to uh, hang on to the ball and, and you know, just, just not. I know some. Sometimes it's going to happen. I, I've seen it where, you know, nobody could have held on to the ball. You know, helmet hits the ball directly or whatever. But sometimes it's just careless and, and not. Uh, but ball security is so important, and, and that could come into being tonight. Uh, you know, if uh, for either team, whether, you know, turnovers or crucial penalties, that type of thing. Now, can you? And you brought up something we'll talk about. You know, more is that. Um, the, the ad, on the Apopka side of the equation, and friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're talking with John Perry, the Apopka chief and planner. Joe Ferraro is here as well. One thing you guys didn't address also is the fundamentals of the penalties that the Blue Daughters are being nailed with, personal fouls and holding. They need to hold back on that because we've lost a lot of touchdowns and, and great runs simply because of a penalty. That yeah, hurt yeah. and and. 
I'll be honest with you. That that I don't know. I, there's times where there's been stupid stuff done. Talking about personal fouls, uh, and and those things are are. Uh, well, we're a factor in the game yeah, last year. Yeah, and and so two judgment calls because personally I don't think either one of them should be called, there, but, there, but still, but still they were, and you know they affected the game. There's been you know there's been a couple times this year where personal fouls were called, and I'm like, boy, you, that was an easy call. And other times there's been one I remember very specifically. Um, in about middle of the season, uh, earlier, yeah, about middle of the season, and it, I don't know that it really was a personal foul. And then there was another that was should have been called that wasn't uh, a personal foul. It had been unsportsmanlike conduct, I guess, when when uh, a ball was spun after a touchdown uh, up at Martin Trail. That, yes. Yeah, and and you know the the umpire, the official, game official, just looked at it and you know should have penalized the popka, but uh, didn't. And uh, anyway, bottom line is. You know, and, and uh, to to quote uh, former Blue Darter and now Florida Gator uh, Tez Ivy, Martez Ivy. You know, he was interviewed by Paul Feinbaum on the SEC Network this year or this week, a couple of days ago, uh, regarding the Florida Georgia game uh, tomorrow uh, in Jacksonville, and, and uh, Feinbaum asked about penalties and holding, especially with offensive linemen. He says it's only Tez said it's only holding if you get caught, and you know. <laughs> And we all think that and say it amongst ourselves, but Tess said it on the SEC network. So, uh, you know. That makes um, it official. Yeah. And so, but, but you know, one thing that I, I can tell you this, up in the middle of the, of the scrum, so to speak, uh, especially with the Popka's phone booth offense sometimes with a single wing, um, you know, there's there's holding going on. There's this, that, and the other. You see defenders doing things. You know, I look through, when I'm looking through my pictures, I see a lot of these because it stops that action. And, and so, anyway, but then when sometimes when I know at West Orange has happened at least twice, maybe three times, where Popko is called for holding on pretty decent runs, maybe not game breakers or, or touchdowns, but decent runs. And that's because an offensive lineman, as he's supposed to do, has gone down the field to continue blocking. But he's blocking as if he's in the scrum where nobody can see and grabbing stuff that he shouldn't grab. You know, there's a different. There's got to be a different blocking mentality when you're away and you're out. It's just you and the defender out there, and nobody else. You know, there's got to be. But between that and 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 when you're blocking just right at the at the point of contact in the, in the scrum in the more middle. eyes are on you when you're out. <laughs> well, yeah, it's easier to see. I mean, it's just that's just a fact of life. And and so and in in the midst of all that stuff, I understand that's that's not what's going through your kid's mind. Uh, that'd be tough for an NFL guy to remember but uh, you know sometimes you just you, you got to think along those lines if it's if it's at all possible we're, sp- friends, you're, we're glad you're joining us we're, you're listening to Blue Dart Sports Central we're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka we'll be having lunch afterwards we hope that you can join us encourage you to join us want to let you know that Blue Dart Sports Central and the the Blue Dart broadcast, football broadcast on 1520 WBCW are presented by Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2018 and by Community Health Centers. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for the Apopka community. Um, now, John, let's talk, I'd like to talk about, you know, what, as, as I'm just looking at the game, one, uh, just a comment. Um, you know, obviously, everybody that follows high school football knows, maybe some people that don't all follow it, 
know about the Wekaiba defense. You know, they've gotten a lot of acclaim and deservedly so. But I think that as I'm going into the game, um, our defense has been improving, and I think our defense might be a little underrated. I'd like to get your thoughts. Well, and that's what, uh, what I was talking earlier about. I think the, the Wakawa's desire to run the ball, move the chains, you know, take three downs to get a first down, but get that first down, move the chains. Uh, I think it all comes down to a Popka's front, uh, front seven, um, especially front four, um, you know, and – well, Kava's offensive line is definitely better this year than they were last year. Uh, and, and, you know, they, they've got some good hard running backs, and they, they have pretty good ball security there. But if you want, if they have to throw the ball, if you, you know, it's uh, somewhat in some of the years previous for Apopka when Apopka had to throw the ball. And, and when teams, anybody has to throw the ball, it's, it's not sure, as effective. Uh, but, but, you know, for teams that want to run the ball, Especially, uh, you know, seventy-five or more percent of the time, it's it, passing becomes a, a chore, and so it's like you're waiting for something bad to happen. Uh, for this Apopka team, not so much this year. For Wakiva, it's it's that way. It's it's like, oh gosh, okay, yeah, it's it's just incomplete, uh, or or you know, it's a little flare pass that gains four, three or four we got yards. Four good DBs back there this year. Yeah, the the Apopka do the. Defense, the pass defense is definitely better. I think the run defense is is good for Apopka. There have been better run defenses for Apopka. I don't think uh, any doubt about that. Uh, but I, I know for sure that the pass defense is the best that it's been in several years. Uh, you know, that 01 state championship team was a whole other issue with, you know, Brandon Merriweather and, and some other. Baylor. Yeah, you know, well, I'm talking about defensive oh, backfield. Okay, yeah. yeah um, and, and so those those cats were, uh, you know, a couple other kids who played smaller college football than Merriweather. And, of course, he ended up, you know, playing in the NFL as well after going to University of Miami. So, uh, you know, that that's not replicated. But this pass defense is definitely better for Apopka. And, uh, you know, that's that's where I'm thinking if, if I'm going with the, the idea of if Wakava can't run the ball and move the chains consistently, uh, then, then Apopka's got a shot. I, I, I definitely think at, at, at winning this game. Now, along the other lines, and, um, you know, and, and this is I'm just you know, going from what you wrote in the Chief today, especially quoting Coach Darlington, you know, he talked about, it's easy to mention it with us that you know, we're better when we focus on start with basics. You know, running our base base offense, ex- executing executing our base plays in our base offense, which is you know largely running the ball, of course, as as we know. Um, now, one of the obviously one of the you know weak spots going into the season, and it doesn't seem like that long ago that you know, we were here with Coach Darlington before spring football started here at Porky's. But you know, real question mark and an area of concern was the offensive line. Obviously, they've done well enough to get us to where we are. You know, they've had some their moments, especially Bartram Trail, a school record rushing. But where is the, what is your assessment of the Apopka offensive line going into this game? Because I know we've had uh, they've they've been injured, they've they've been uh, hurt by injuries as well. In fact, we lost one key offensive lineman, Merriweather, for the season. Right, uh, he's just he's the other kid Apopka lost that ACL tear. So uh, you know, you, your best running back and, and one of your solid, uh, if not. Uh, outstanding uh, 
uh, offensive lineman. Um, it's it's been a little bit of a patchwork because of of nagging injuries uh, stuff. The only one who's out for sure uh, is Merriweather, uh, and, and so it's been kind of a juggling act. Uh, in, where in years past it wasn't. I, I remember in 012, uh, 012. <laughs> in twenty twelve, uh, you know, it was. Um, when the popcorn won that state championship, that wasn't a great, wonderful, absolutely beautiful offensive line, but they were consistent. You knew what you were going to get, and they, they stayed fairly healthy, if I remember correctly. Uh, and so, you know, that's how you win state championships. Uh, this year hasn't been, you know, uh, just real frankly, this isn't best. At, at its best, this isn't a Popka's best offensive line. Uh, that and, and not trying to... Uh, you know, knock the kids or anything. It's just just a fact of life. Um, the uh, and with the injuries and stuff, it's it's been a, a been a bit of a, a, a tough go sometimes. But uh, you know, I, as you said, against Bartram Trail, uh, you know, set a school record for rushing in in terms of team. Um, the Bartram Trail gives up a lot. Has given up a lot of points <laughs> this year, uh, real frankly. And and they, they played well enough to beat West Orange. Yeah, played well enough. Right, and exactly. No, and moved the ball at times, and and certainly early, and then that that uh, second half scoring drive that that ended up winning the game was was a solid drive, and and got big help from a from a, a, a head-to-head helmet-to-helmet penalty, uh, which. You know, in the old days, was just a good football hit, and now it's a now it's a 15-yard penalty. And then the next play, Jackson Darlington hit Fred Young on a really nice pass and a great catch. Well, friends, we're up on our next break. You're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you this morning. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Joined by Joe Ferraro, of course, also by John Perry. Before we go back to Joe and John, I want to let you know that. Blue Darter Sports Central, the football broadcast, and all the programs you hear right here on 1520 WBZW are supported by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C., and BurnFatOrlando.com. And I also want to let you know about our other fine sponsors that make these Apopka Blue Darter football broadcasts possible. They are Baptiste Orthodontics, Rosati's Pizza Pub, with, Hunt, with locations in Hunt Club and Mount Dora, Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens, Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C. and BurnFatOrlando.com, and Porky's Apopka, of course. Now, John, of course, one of the uh, stories about the season thus far has been injuries. In fact, uh, when Coach joined us last 
last time he talked about how he can't remember a season when we had as many you know, key players injured during the course of the season. Of course, as you mentioned, we lost to Corian Davis-Hamilton, who's an outstanding player. Uh, we had we you know, one of the things going into the season we had an abundance of, of riches at the running back position, but over the course of the season many of those players have lost have have, have lost time during games or even missed games due to injury and that includes uh, you know Cornelius Williams, Eric Wright, uh, and Akeem Brown. How how do we look as far as injuries go coming into into the game tonight? Uh, Eric Wright is out. Um, I think everybody else is is in. So. Uh, but uh, you know, sometimes things happen. But but as far as I know, the last I knew, uh, a day or two ago, it was Eric Wright was the only one who was going to be out, and and he's he gives Popka some some edge speed that that they don't oh, have yeah, otherwise. He's a key player, um, has unique but, skills. Uh, I don't know that he's played in mo- two games this year. I think maybe out of the eight or something like that, maybe three. But uh, it's you know you got to be able to uh, you know, I mean if if like with Jacorian Davis Hamilton, it's ACL tear. It's it's not something you play through or whatever, but uh, sometimes you gotta just play through. But you know, uh, you gotta give the the, the kid his, his due and, and just uh, uh, so. But uh, health health wise, the pop is as good as it can be. You know, the the, the uh, open date was was at this time of year, and it wasn't by accident. I mean, not that you can always schedule it where you want it, but uh, between West Orange and Wakaiva was a perfect time for a popka and, and to. To try to at least say get healthy, but uh, rest up a little bit. Now, one of the things that we talked about, you've mentioned it, and I had observed it too. We've talked about it. Is, should we take a, a break here? Okay. Um, we um, is it's a young team. In fact, uh, coach mentioned we have three players, freshmen, either starting or getting a lot of playing time on defense, which is, I mean, highly unusual. But. Um, you know, it's just kind of a young team, and sometimes when you have young teams, uh, you, you know, they don't have the confidence that you would like to expect or you would see in a season so-called championship team. Um, it seemed like the team really progressed, if you will. Or, or, or what, what do you think make of the victory over West Orange? you think that was some kind of a, a, a milestone, a step ahead or something? What, what are your thoughts there? Well, you gotta, it's got to give them some confidence, and especially, the, as you said, the way it started out. You fumble on the first play of the game, then, you know, two plays later, uh, it's it's 7 nothing. Literally 40 seconds into the game, and West Orange had a 7 nothing lead. So, uh you know, I, I just, I just really think that uh, you got to be able to. It, and that the, the team showed me some, I'll say, grit, uh, perseverance, resiliency, uh, whatever you want to call it. There, after, after falling behind early, and then, you know, just coming back and and, and being, uh, you know, being able to pull. It. And then, and then West Orange come back, ties it up, twenty-one, twenty-one. The teams are both teams having trouble moving the ball all of a sudden after the first quarter, second, third quarter, third quarter, and then uh, Pop was able to put it put together uh, the scoring drive that won the game, and then and then held off West Orange, a move lickety split from their own 14 down to the 21. Pop was 21 uh, in the final two minutes of the game, and then uh, but then Popka's defense stood them up and uh, threw them for a two-yard loss on first down. West Orange tried to pop a little draw play in there, and uh, I thought it was a good call. Popka just played it perfectly. And then uh, three incomplete passes later, and uh, Popka's celebrating. 
Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, of course, 256 East Main Street. And um, we're speaking with John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, Joe Ferraro's joining us, and we're talking Apopka versus Weekiva. Just to reset the specifics for those who have just joined us or have joined us since we started the show, Apopka plays on the road tonight at Weekiva at Baptiste Orthodontic Stadium. We'll have the broadcast for you tonight, of course, right here on 1520 WBCW. Also, uh, streaming live online on our website at 1520WBCW.com and on the 1520 WBCW app. Some of the stakes that are involved, in fact, as we've mentioned before, this is a game that not only has tremendous interest in Apopka, but also throughout Central Florida and throughout the state of Florida from, for those who follow high school football closely and who are passionate about high school football. There are some reasons for that. First of all, it's uh, you've got the, the hometown bragging rights and the intensity, the recent intensity of the Apopka Week Hiver rivalry. Then from that, you've got the fact that the game has strong implications on the postseason. In fact, the winner of the game will actually guarantee a playoff spot and will capture the Class 8A District 4 championship. Now, the winner may or may not uh, uh, be able to advance. We won't get into that right now. Um, then also, going into the game, Apopka and Weekhiver, or I guess in this case I should say Weekhiver and Apopka, are ranked number one and number two officially by the rating system of the Florida High School Athletic Association. Weekhiver ranked number one in Region 1. Apopka ranked number two in Region 1. So those are the stakes uh, for the game tonight, and that's why we're talking so much about it right now. And, um, you know, uh, John, uh, anything else that, um, that that comes to mind that you'd like to share with our listeners about the game tonight? Well, one thing, you know, sometimes it comes down to kicking games and special teams and that type of thing. Um, neither team has a, a great kicking game. Uh, both both place kickers are good, pretty good on extra points. Not, not perfect, but pretty good on extra points and uh, probably are good about from about 30, maybe 35 on a good with a little bit of a breeze uh, from a field goal standpoint. I know Apopka's kicked one field goal this year. Um, and and so that, you know, that was a game. I'm, I don't even remember which game it was. It was, a, But it, I remember it being a 19-yard field goal, which is actually a yard shy of, of uh, shorter than, a, than an extra point in, in high school football. And so Anyway, uh, but uh, yards were kind of uh, uh, hard to come by at that point uh, in that game. But, uh, you know, Wakava's had a couple field goals this year, but uh, they lost four-year kicker Oscar Salazar after last season. He was a soccer player who was just money. I mean, he, he didn't have the strongest leg, but a pretty good leg strength-wise, and, and uh, he could have made a difference in, in, in games for them uh, and did. Uh, but the, the kicking games are very similar this year. Uh, both, uh, you know, Popka's punting has, has become fairly okay with uh, Calvin Kozial and uh, he's done a solid he's offensive lineman who has, has improved as the year has gone along up there up front uh, become an asset up front uh, and he's also become pretty solid on, on the punting game cannot have like Apopka had last year with, with a block punt uh, for a touchdown uh, by Wakaiva uh, that, that, that kind of thing is just in, especially in that rivalry game like this, um, it, it's going to make a difference. And, and 
you know, sometimes you can survive when your running game's just pounding out yards and touchdowns. Uh, you can survive a, a mistake like a, a pick six or a, or a, a, a pump block for a touchdown. But, but generally you can't, certainly not in a game like tonight. Friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're glad that you're joining us. Of course, we're talking a lot about the game tonight, totally about the game tonight. Apopka versus West Orange. One, we're going to go to break, we'll go to our break a little bit early. Um, before we go to break, I once again want to remind you that if you don't attend the game, and you know, just based on the dynamics of the seating arrangements, um, there'll be a lot of people that probably want to go that aren't going to be able to have a seat or aren't going to be able to go because of that. We urge you and encourage you to tune us in right here on 1520 WBZW AM. Hear the game over the air, or. You can get us online. It's streaming online all over the world, literally, and you can hear that on our website at 1520wbzw.com or with the 1520wbzw app. So I encourage you to join us and tune in. Before we, We're going to go to break. Before we go to break, I want to remind you about the wonderful sponsors who make this broadcast possible, and they are Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at fladoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them you're in a Popka Blue Darter. Also sponsored by Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2018. Rosati's Pizza Pub. Blue Darter alumni, Dr. Amy Davis in Central Florida Audiology. Former Blue Darter baseball player Mike Martin and Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens. Community Health Centers and Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C. and Burn Fat Orlando and, of course, Porky's Apopka. Please stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams coming to you live from Porky's. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. In just a few minutes, right about noon, we'll be having lunch here at Porky's, and we encourage you to come up and join us. Of course, our topic today is the football game tonight, Apopka on the road at Wekaiba, the Class 8A District 4 Championship and guaranteed postseason spot is on the line that will go to the winner as i was talking joe and i'm joined by joe ferraro and by john perry and i want to let you know that blue daughter football in 1520 wbcw is sponsored by community health centers highland funeral home and highland member gardens apopka moore and equipment repair dr amy davis and central port audiology rosati's pizza pub baptiste orthodontics and, of course, Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, and Porky's Apopkit. Um, one thing I neglected to mention, in addition to all the other high stakes, was this is the battle for the Mayor's Cup. In fact, uh, the Mayor's Cup awarded by the Mayor of Apopka 
Mayor Brian Nelson will uh, be awarded tonight after the game. So that's just one more thing to add, throw into the pile there. And of course, as I said before, there's no use to, you know, to even, you know, even hype the game because it, you know, it speaks. The, the stakes for the game speak for themselves. Um, well, John, any uh, closing uh, thoughts that you have here? You know, you, knew you, you had comprehensive coverage in the Chief today. I encourage everybody to get today's edition of the Apopka Chief and Planner. If you want to find out exactly what's uh, all the information you'll need to know to be prepared for the game, um, just uh, what, what are your thoughts in terms of what, what do you expect and, and, and what does Popka need to do to, to get the, the W? Well, for, for fans, uh, get there early. Uh, can't say that enough. Um, you know, if you have a chance to buy tickets uh, uh, at either school bef- uh, at, before the school day ends, do that today, um, obviously. Um, and, you, and you can get tickets at both schools, correct? Right, uh, exactly, in the front office at both schools. And uh, Wakava also sells the, the tickets online, so uh, I think there's a little bit of a fee that way, but not sure. Um, but, uh, you know, if you check, uh, maybe call the school and get that web address if you wanted to do that. It would be electronic on your phone uh, situation. So, anyway, uh, you know, I think uh, probably mistakes, turnovers, penalties uh, will have a huge deal to do with this. It will be a lot of it's, – it's, it's big boy football right here. Uh, both both teams want to run the ball and, and play play good defense uh, and, and – um, you know, strength against strength as far as Apopka and, and Wakava go, Apopka offense, Wakava defense. But as I said, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the other way around that, that actually decides what how the game com- turns out. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see. But, uh, you know, Apopka's uh, defense versus Wakava's offense and how, how much they are able to move the ball and uh, Wakava is and move the chains. And we'll see. But uh, Apopka's got to do its – take care of its own and, and – and keep its own offense on the field. Uh, and then, of course, Wakiva wants to do just the opposite. So, well, friends, we, of course, I want to encourage you, if you are not able to attend the game in person, you can hear it right here on 1520WBZW and streaming live online at 1520WBZW.com and with the 1520WBZW app. And right now, Coach Garlington is joining us, and we look forward to having him and joining our conversation as well right here on 15 on Blue Darter Sports Central. In fact, Coach is being joined by his sons, Jackson and by Wyatt. Hey, guys, thanks for coming over. Good to see you guys. And, Coach, as we uh, – you know, I was kind of reflecting, you know, on the show before, and it doesn't seem like that long ago that we were here at Porky's and you were uh, – before spring football started and you were you know, looking into, you know, the things you need to do to, to build – build a successful team and here we are on the brink of a you plan for a district championship how would you uh, assess the the development of the team to this point are you pleased with the way the team has developed since since the, before spring practice started well i think the defense has developed all year and gotten better um you know some guys didn't pan out that we thought so we're a little thin over there but the guys that are playing they stayed pretty much injury free and and we've been playing better defense as the season's gone on so that that's been a good thing. I mean, offensively, it's been not what we hoped as far as, you know, we lost a thousand yard rusher in Corey and Davis Hamilton game two. You know, we thought Eric Wright was going to have a really big year and he hasn't even played hardly at all. Cornelius Williams has been banged up the whole year, has got about half the yardage he had last year. 
So really offensively, and, and we've had different offensive line every game based on injuries. So injuries have just crippled us on offense. And so we've been kind of getting by with Akeem Brown, you know, who's kind of like our fourth most heralded back going in. And then Jackson's thrown the ball well and ran the show. And then I think Fred Young obviously has been a pleasant surprise at tight end. But uh, you know, injuries have just really, you know, hobbled that side of the balls. So we've made do and scored a pretty good amount of points with what we've been dealt with over there. But we definitely thought in the spring we had probably the deepest offensive skill core that we'd had. And that has turned around to be totally the opposite. That we're kind of hanging on and using JV guys as backups. And so hopefully we can stay healthy the rest of the way or get healthy the rest of the way because we still have, you know, certain guys out. Now, I realize that the West Orange game is ancient history now, but, you know, it was a huge game with its own right, and we played well and came away with the, the victory, even starting out uh, with a lot of adversity, starting out 7 uh, nothing behind. Um, are there some things that, you, that, that the team could take from, from that game and that win in, into this game? Well, I think that our leadership really kicked in that game because when we fumbled on the first play, I remember the Jake Coggle coming off and you know saying all the right things. It's okay. That's all right. It's not going to matter. And they scored on their second play. But again, our kids didn't blink. They didn't flinch. And next thing you know, we're up twenty-one to seven. And so, I think our kids handled that because again, I was talking to to a, a coach from from Florida the other day that was in recruiting. It was a uh, coach Coach Cooper there. Uh, their safety coach, and he, and he said that uh, they're winning games because they care about each other, you know, not not the talent. And I think that maybe that's why we won that game, you know, the intangibles. But definitely learned you can't have all the turnovers in games. We saw that against Mandarin, and it about bit us against West Orange. So I think that's the huge thing tonight is to not turn the ball over, not give up big plays, and then win the field position game. Speaking of offense, of course, you know, you, your teams are heavily known for – yeah, excellence in the running game. Now this year we've added with Jackson Gardner at quarterback a, a passing complement to the offense. We're averaging close to 100 yards a game actually passing and have scored um, you know, I think at least nine touchdowns via passing. Can you talk about the element that, that that brings maybe to the game tonight? Well hopefully it gives defenses more to prepare for and it's good to spread the ball around to guys that can catch it and if Jackson can throw it we can protect him. You know it definitely I like to throw it. I just don't like to incomplete it. I surely don't like to throw it to the other team so as long as we can throw it to our guys, I think that's a good thing to have. Well, Coach, it's great to see you. Thanks for coming over. We look forward to the game tonight. Uh, any closing thoughts you have here in our last 30 no, seconds? No, it's going to be big. You know, the winner wins the district, and we'll be number uh, have home playoff games as long as you're playing. So it's, it's as big as it gets in the regular season. Well, friends, we encourage you to come on up and join us. We're going to have lunch here at Porky's starting in about a minute. Thank you to John Perry. Great to see you, John. Great Thank coverage you, of the Chief this week. I encourage you to pick up a copy of the Apopka Chief and Planner if you really want to find out everything you need to know about going into the game. Coach, great to see you. Thanks for coming over. Look forward to having lunch with you and Jackson and Wyatt here in just a moment. Joe, great job under adverse conditions again. And, friends, we want to thank you for joining us. And It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.